I'm Aria Schwartz, along with Rachel Galligan, and this is the WNBA Insider Show. Each week, we cover different topics important to the W, using X's and O's along with key stats. We bring honest and critical analysis. We have a truly special episode with you today, fresh off of his presser announcing him as the head coach of the Dallas Wings. Brian Agler joins Rachel Galligan and myself to discuss this new role and what this means looking forward for the Dallas Wings. Take a listen. Well, first of all, Coach, we want to congratulate you and welcome Coach Brian Agler, the newest and the, you know, one of the most respected and winningest head coaches in women's basketball history. Coach, thanks for joining us. I guess our first question is, talk to us about the Dallas job. Why the Wings? I mean, like I just said, you're one of the most respected and winningest coaches in women's basketball history so you kind of you have your pick of the litter as it were uh talk to us about why you picked dallas um i think timing is everything you know in life and you know um i resigned in la and you know my my vantage point was probably a little bit different than everybody else's i mean from everybody else's perspective this happened quickly uh but i resigned from la on november 1st and for my contract, that was sort of like a 30-day notice. So I was under contract for through the month of November. And uh, Greg and I started some dialogue early December and came down a couple times, talked with them face-to-face, and then this developed into an opportunity and just took advantage of it. I've always been intrigued at, with Dallas in regards to a team that could be on the rise in this league. And so... I'm just looking forward to the challenge and the opportunity. It's really a team that I know they have a history. This team has moved around a little bit in the history of the W, um, but they're really a young team in Dallas, still establishing itself. And this is obviously a large shift coming from one of the storied teams, you know, the LA Sparks. Could you talk to us about what that means, where kind of the positioning of this team kind of is as far as, you know, legendary or championship aspirations? Um, I think this team right now is in a little bit of flux just because two of the of, uh, important players are uh, uncertain at this specific moment. Um, both different situations with Skyler's uh, pregnancy and the addition of, of to her new family. Um, Liz, uh, from a standpoint of just being an international player, and most international players go through um, what ifs from year to year. And so uh, it's a little bit in flux with those two situations, but yet, like you noted, there's uh, a group of young, talented women on this roster. And I'm always intrigued on, you know, helping, helping people uh, achieve uh, high goals and high standards. So, that's really my mindset coming in here, is how can I help this team be the best it possibly can be. Coach Agler, congratulations on your new position. Um, I think I speak for a lot of people um, when you we say that you are one of the most respected and uh, biggest names within women's basketball in the WBA. So we just want to say congratulations to you and your new venture here with the Dallas Wings. Um, I'm just curious, as, as, as we get to talking about Dallas and as young as an organization as it is, you know, you've been a lot of places, you've been successful at a lot of places, winning championships at different spots, but in terms of just the scope of different franchises in the league, do you feel like Dallas 
um, as young as a, as a franchise as they are, has the resources in place and has the backing and everything involved with that to be one of the premier franchises in the league? Well, from a front office standpoint, what I've witnessed coming in here the last couple of years is just an improvement in the atmosphere in the arena, the attendance, and then you look at the roster, the roster steadily improved over the last couple of years. So I think there's great potential here, but, you know, potential is just the word. Um, the group of talented young ladies here. Um, so to achieve at a high level, you have to establish an identity and create a culture that will be a foundation for um, positioning to win a championship. You have to position yourself first before you can achieve it. And so that's that's that will be my goal is to help this team position itself. Well, I, I've got a couple questions about. Obviously, we're talking. We've talked about Skylar Diggins Smith. Liz Cambage is um, so obviously a huge part of this. Um, and there's been some people that say, well, he he would have taken this job if he didn't know that Liz Cambage was or was not coming back. You mentioned in the press conference that you hadn't spoken to her yet. Um, I'm just kind of. I'm curious as to kind of how that conversation would go. And, and on the flip side of that as well, what type of relationship do you and Liz Cambage have, if any? Uh, just a competitive relationship. We play against and coach. I coach against her, and she plays against the teams I've coached. Um, just cords of conversations before, um, off the floor. Um, really respect how her how she's improved over the years. I remember when she first came in the league, like most young players, it's it's a uh, you know it's it's eye it's eye opening how quick and mobile and strong this league is. Then she was here and she was not here for a while. She came back much improved, much dominant, much more of a presence. So that I really respect that. Um, the other thing I re really respect is, I think I mentioned this before, was when I was watching and following social media of the World Championships, there was a game where they played and won. It was before the championship, and for whatever reason, she was back out on the floor after the game working on her game. And that told me there that she aspires to be the best she can be. And... To me, the, those are some of the intangibles that you need from each individual on your team if, if they want to uh, position themselves to win a championship. So I have a lot of respect for her. Um, so I'm looking forward to our conversation. And then in terms of Skylar, I know obviously you know, her, her pregnancy is the most important thing, which nobody is going to disagree about. But um, it's kind of a being a question mark as to when she could return, will she return, could it be earlier rather than later? We, we don't know at this point. Do you have any initial thoughts as to how you're going to kind of fill that role uh, at, the, at the point guard leadership position? Well, I, I think this is a real unique situation with Skyler because, you know, we can talk all we want to about timing and ask those questions, but um, when you're dealing with mother nature you know sometimes you just have to take a step back and let things happen which to me is what we have to do here just her main focus should be on her health the baby's health her family go through and hopefully everything goes well thoughts and prayers are going to be with her 
and then after um, she gets more established and gets more grounded with the new addition to her family, then I'm sure we'll discuss and have some dialogue on timing. So, Coach, I want to ask you, we touched on this earlier. You have a team that is just stacked with young athletic players, and you have a history of coaching some of the greatest to ever play the game. Um, I tweeted out after the the press conference just a short list of some of the players that you've coached, and it was mind-boggling to think that you've actually had a hand in a lot of their successes. I guess my question to you is two-part. What's the next step for this young team and in their development? And second of all, is there a player on this roster that kind of screams to you that's going to take on that veteran leadership role? I saw that list, Ari, and I was shocked that you missed some people. I know. <laughs> you he dropped the ball. Uh, I have even had another one. I know you were getting some help from some outside sources, but Shannon Johnson was another one that I had the pleasure of coaching when she was fresh out of college in the ABL, the Columbus Quest. And, uh, you know, she's a, she'll be a Hall of Famer as well, coming from the women's game with the championship she's won, the gold medal she's, she's won. Um, no, you have to help establish that. Um, there's some personalities on here, on this roster that could, can be that. I'm, I'm hoping I can help players become the best they can be, but most importantly, they need to be the best they can be within, within, uh, our operation on how we're trying to do things. And, um, to have that, you, there has to be a mutual respect across the board within the players and players to coaches, coaches to players, players and organization. There has to be a good feel in that kind of way. So I'm going to try to help establish that, help that, help cultivate that, and we'll see where it goes. Coach, I know you've had some time here in the off season. You've been spotted at various NCAA events and out on the scene recruiting and watching games. And um, I know you, as much as anyone, have your head um, into the NCAA world as, as really as much as anyone in the world. Um, what's that been like? Especially, you know, as, as as we kind of start talking about draft, I don't I don't want to necessarily talk about who, who do you want to pick because I think that's a really open ended and fluid question, but. Who has been one of the most impressive players that you've seen this year? Or or maybe, if you will, most WNBA-ready from what you've seen? Well, really, I've just been trying to establish and keep my Delta Diamond status with frequent flyer miles. <laughs> so that's why I've been, been seeing different places around the country. So that's top priority right now. But now, since I, I have a new job, I get a chance to focus on some of the other stuff. But... I don't know if I'm allowed to really talk about specific individuals, um, but I do see certain player stock rising. Um, and I, I also see some people here within the ranks that maybe question marks they had, we had uh, going into the season may not have been answered yet. So um, it's going to be real interesting. I think this could be a, a good draft. Um, how deep it goes, um, that's sort of a, a really good question. It could also be influenced by underclassmen coming into the draft. Um, but I also think from an NCAA standpoint, I'm sort of intrigued by when I look around, there, 
you know, the depth of the NCAA uh, is widening, and there there could be some sleepers that get into the Final Four that mm-hmm. um, going into the season you may not have thought of. Uh, so that's sort of what intrigues me is, you know, who who's those sleepers that, you know, could knock some of the the traditional powers off to get to a Final Four? Coach, uh, two last questions for you, one for me and one from Rachel. Obviously, and I think I saw you speak to this uh, in the presser, you know, there's going to be some differences in the wings just because you're a new, you're a different coach. The way you run things are going to be slightly different. A thing that really stuck out last year when watching the wings, and I feel like L.A. Sparks, when you were in control of them, kind of took advantage of this, of a three-point ball really being a weakness of theirs. And sometimes teams would challenge them and say, we'll just let you have the three because, you know, the numbers don't back up that you're really going to kill us off that. How do you, is that a focus of yours, and, and how do you plan to correct some of those issues? I definitely think that's something that needs to be addressed. Um, I think there are some people on the roster that can shoot the ball better than maybe they did a year ago. Um, I, I, I'm just a big believer offensively of playing inside out, you know, whether it's post catches, penetration, transition baskets, getting the ball in the lane is, is to me a, a, a huge factor into having success offensively spacing the floor, your spacing it, is probably as, is as important as the movement that you have within the offense. And having the people, having people on your roster with the ability to to break the defense down and get the ball in the lane, and then playing from there. So when you play inside out, your shooting percentages uh, go up. Um, so that's where you know there will be a focus uh, on that. Um, that being said, I mean, I think there's a lot of areas the team can improve on. But, you know, every team's in that place. There's not there's not a team in the league right now that's saying we've got everything mastered. You know, everybody's looking to improve in some areas. Um, so three-point shooting is definitely uh, an area that this team can improve on. Rachel, I know you had one last question. Yes, yes. And I know you've talked about this a little bit in your press conference where you mentioned – uh, your staff. Um, and, and obviously, if you're a head coach, you've kind of got in your mind what you'd like to do with it. Maybe, um, you know, some, the, the, you have, yeah, you kind of have a short list of people you want to bring in. And you mentioned um, giving opportunities to former players and also giving opportunities to people who um, have maybe sat in a seat, um, maybe, maybe as a head coach, and then they've, and then coming back as an assistant, that gives them a different perspective. And you've worked with so many people over all the years. I mean, it's got to be really difficult to pick. I mean, you could even talk about your son, Bryce, who's done a tremendous job. Or you could talk about Amber Stocks, who you've worked with and won a championship with. Have you um, kind of established what you want your, your, your staff to be like, or are you still kind of working through that? I'm still working through it. You know, from a head coaching standpoint, you want, number one, you want people around you that can help you be the best you can be. Not just your team, but that you got to have people who can help the head coach be the best they can be. So that's important. Um, I'm impressed with the mentality and the, and the basketball knowledge of the players in our league and the former players that have played in this league. And I, I'm a believer that, you know, because we're trying to grow our game, that these people need opportunities. So those are all factors going into the decision-making. And um, 
so we'll start there and, and we'll go from there. Um, I do like people that are familiar with the league. I think that, you know, a big responsibility of assistant coaches are uh, game preparation. And so I, I want to have people that are knowledgeable that I know that can help our team prepare for competition. Appreciate that, Coach. Uh, I know Rachel and I really want to thank you for, for taking the time to, to speak with us, and we wish you the best luck of the season, and hopefully we'll be speaking to you again soon. Anytime. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your time.